Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit, the horror movie review podcast for horror fans and fanatics alike. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, delivering horror movie reviews and discussions of both classic and current films every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for your twisted pleasure. Please be aware that episodes may include spoilers, and as always, I hope you enjoy. praised the de facto horror streaming service Shudder for their ever-growing catalog of current and classic horror titles. And yet, it cannot be understated how much they do outside of a steady stream of entertainment, but the strides they make in terms of genre accessibility. For example, foreign horror delights such as the French film Deadly Games aka Dial Code Santa Claus were only previously accessible to US viewers via exorbitantly expensive import copies. Shudder's bringing lesser-known and previously unreleased works does more for genre preservation than most streaming services out there have ever done, and George A. Romero's The Amusement Park is no exception. Currently streaming on Shudder, The Amusement Park is a long-lost project of Romero's that had previously never seen the light of day. Part PSA and part Twilight Zone-esque social commentary, The Amusement Park presents the stark reality that we, as a society, frequently fail our elderly members. The viewer takes a stroll through an initially unassuming amusement park in the shoes of an elderly man. This casual visit quickly becomes a surreal nightmare serving as a poignant metaphor for the overlooked plight of the elderly experience in America. Originally produced in 1973, the amusement park was initially shelved by the Lutheran senior life who commissioned a PSA on ageism, deeming Romero's nightmarish approach to social commentary to be a tad too disturbing for public consumption. Though thanks to the efforts made in 2017 to bring the film to the masses, through a partnership with Suzanne Desrocher Romero and with support of George A. Romero's foundation, a 4K restoration of the film was made readily available. At less than 60 minutes in length, Romero once again displays his timeless ability to infuse biting social commentary through otherworldly horrors, making the film's message all the more memorable. The film opens in its most overtly PSA-styled segment as actor Lincoln Marzell, who was in Romero's 1977 vampire film Martin, discusses the realities of ageism and ramifications it has on the elderly experience. And then, in typical fashion, Romero takes these realities and turns them into a nightmare that transcends time. 
It's a soberingly dark intro, reminding the viewer that the things we cherish most in life, activities and freedoms that are intrinsic to our quality of life, can gradually become out of reach as we age. And while issues such as lackluster medical care, inadequate housing and nutrition seem like obvious struggles that should be addressed, they're still being ignored and that has devastating effects for others. Romero asks the audience to attempt to picture themselves having to rediscover their place in a society they've been a member of for decades, which has seemingly left them behind. This has resulted in the elderly experiencing extreme loneliness and feeling slighted by a lack of compassion from younger generations of society. From the outset of the amusement park, the audience meets our elderly protagonist, battered and on the verge of being catatonic, sitting in a sterile white waiting room. Moments later, a clean-cut clone of himself walks in and asks the battered version whether or not he'd like to talk. The battered version attempts to persuade clean-cut to not enter the park as he won't like it, but clean-cut disregards this and opens the door from which he entered, the room, which now magically leads to the bustling amusement park. And now for a brief intermission. If you've been enjoying this episode of Daily Horror Habit, please take a moment to subscribe to the show on your preferred streaming platform or leave us a review on iTunes. And thank you for your continued support, and I hope you enjoy the remainder of today's horrifying episode. Other than the supernatural entry, the park seems unassuming enough, but in true Romero fashion, that won't last for long. As our protagonist quickly encounters the first instance of discriminatory practices when attempting to buy tickets for the various park attractions, he's greeted to a never-ending line of elderly selling their prized possessions for the modest sum of, well, well below their actual value. This instance highlights society's willingness to use their power of youth against the elderly, choosing to enable predatory practices against those who struggle to adequately advocate for themselves or have basic financial means. This further exemplified by the park's ride requirements going well beyond the you must be five feet tall to ride this ride. Rather, every ride has increasingly discriminatory requirements such as must not suffer from dizziness, high blood pressure, diabetes, hardening of arteries, or poor eyesight, and the list goes on. There's a distinct lack of subtlety to Romero's exploring of this subject matter, and to be honest, that's really the point. What fuels the film's surreal nature is the bending of the laws of reality and a general lack of indifference towards the elderly, which they all face during their time spent in the park. Whether it's the elderly being subjected to eye exams before being allowed to drive bumper cars, or the young and wealthy being served Michelin star tablecloth meals in the middle of the park, while the elderly are served the equivalent of a meatloaf surprise, Romero is wholly unconcerned with this loud and boisterous rendition of hell. But despite the numerous otherworldly personifications of Romero's cynical mind, nothing is as disturbing as society's indifference to suffering. By the end of the film, our protagonist is badly battered and bleeding and he's preyed upon by the crowds of youthful, frantic energy. The elderly are treated as if there's something that needs to be stamped out, removed as you would a spoiled carton of milk. His pleas for assistance after being beaten fall on deaf ears, and he's left to roam the park until he finds the door back to the sterile white waiting room he had found a clone of himself in earlier in the film. While the instances of ageism become more and more overt, there's also the bleak reality that a majority of the characters in the amusement park were not actors, but elderly volunteers. Some would go on to describe being involved in the film as the only joy they had felt in recent years. Given the disturbing realities touched upon in the film, the fact that some found this experience to be a reprieve from their daily lives further reinforces the powerful nature of the amusement park's commentary. The amusement park ends with Mr. Lincoln Marzell strolling through a now empty amusement park, relaying that if the viewer has been moved to action by what they have just watched, that they should become involved in helping or reaching out to the elderly. 
He does this while also stating the blunt reality that none of us can escape. One day, we will be old too. So, if you're looking to experience a long-lost Romero work that is further proof of his prowess as a riveting filmmaker, check out The Amusement Park, which is currently streaming on Shudder. And that'll do it for another episode of Daily Horror Habit, your source for horror movie reviews and discussions every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service, and follow the show on Instagram at Daily Horror Habit, and on Twitter at Daily Horror Pod for episode updates. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.